It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, here we go. It is, uh, I'm looking at the clock right now, it is 12.30 a.m. It is 30 minutes past midnight, but I am way too crunk to go to bed. Kansas is your national champion. Beat North Carolina 72-69. to It was a historic comeback. It was the biggest comeback in national championship game history. Kansas was down by 15 at half. They win by three. Incredible. Tons of thoughts, tons of things to get to. I watched all the postgame stuff, watched one shining moment, came right downstairs into my podcast studio, and uh, and I had to I had to I had to get some thoughts out with with what we saw. Um, this is gonna be kind of like, I mean, I wrote some things down, but this is gonna be kind of me just talking from the soul here and from the heart after uh, just an amazing, amazing amazing night um with with the game itself you know the first half for Kansas man that was that was your yeah, Kansas was a step slow they didn't have as didn't have the same juice that they they usually have defensively made some mental mistakes uh stepping off Brady Manick fouling a three-point shooter velcroing a screen chasing Brady Manick around they got crushed on the offensive glass they missed a lot of shots around the rim and it, I tell you what, I mean, it's, again, 15-point deficit at halftime. Things looked bleak for Kansas, and North Carolina looked like, holy crap, is this team, Carolina, eight seed, are they about to have one of the more amazing NCAA tournament runs, second half of the season runs, where they knock Duke off not once but twice in the final month of, of the season and, the, and then win a national champion? That's what it felt like at halftime. And so you kind of sit there and go, boy, what what changed at halftime? Down 15, no momentum, North Carolina's rolling. What happened at halftime? What led to the comeback for, for Kansas? Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't rocket science. Kansas just turned it up on defense. That's it. KU has that that pressure gear that they can ratchet things up to on defense that is big time. And that's what changed everything. In a lot of ways, that game was a lot like the Miami Elite Eight game where Kansas was down at half. They turn up the defense in the second half. They live in the open floor shooting layups and threes and dismantle Miami in the second half. It was the same thing here in this title game in a lot of different ways. You know what what makes Kansas, what makes this KU team special is their transition offensive game in my opinion. That that's where they're really potent. And what plays right into that, how they get to that is their defensive intensity. Stringing together stops, forcing turnovers, getting out and running. If you think about it, in the first half of that game, Kansas was 6 of 21 in the paint. 
And basically, almost all those shots were kind of layups right at the rim. But Kansas missed all of them almost. I mean, again, 6-21 of in the paint. And a big reason why was because Kansas was constantly going against a set half-court defense. They weren't getting a lot of transition opportunities because their defense wasn't stringing together stops and wasn't getting them out into the open floor. So the the layups and the shots in the paint were much different when you compare them from the first half to the second half because in the second half, they got out in transition. They got into those situations where they had numbers four on three, three on two, two on one, and that's where Kansas is dangerous. The game changed when KU turned up the heat. Now, I do think North Carolina got tired, but that's a part of it. I mean, Carolina had just played a war of a game against Duke on Saturday night. Carolina, North Carolina basically only plays about five guys. I thought North Carolina wore down, and I think KU's heat defensively played a big, big part in that. Dewan Harris's pressure on the ball was big time, and it just was amazing to watch that team play defense in that second 20 minutes. KU went on a 31-10 run to start the second half. I mean, it was an ass-kicking. It's just, it continues to, to prove, like, it's amazing how connected your offense is to your defense. Because a lot of people think about those things separately sometimes. Like, but when you are locked in on that end of the floor, you oftentimes are in great rebounding position, which puts you in great situations to get out and run offensively in the open floor. And again, where KU, to me, is at its best, where they're special, where they're elite, offensive transition. And the way they get to that was with their pressure defense. DeWan Harris, great on the ball. Christian Brown was excellent on Caleb Love in the second half. So, you know, there there were no real halftime adjustments, to be honest with you guys. Like, it was just turn up, it was turn it up time. Get in a stance, turn it up. And again, some teams got that extra gear they can go to on defense. That extra gear athletically. KU has it. And it won them. It got them to the Final Four with what they did to Miami in the Elite Eight, and it won them the national championship game here this evening as I'm taping this. And you know what? Thinking about that, you know what I love? There's so many things I loved about this game. Tonight was a shining example of what Bill Self is really all about. Having played for the guy for two years, his first two years at Kansas, and even to this day watching his teams, studying them on film, talking to them, watching them practice, all those things. Listen, guys, Bill Self is about two things, toughness and defense. Toughness and defense. This title game, this title was about toughness and defense. Who Bill Self is as a coach, what he's really about, what he really values, what he really preaches and teaches and harps every single day is toughness and defense. And when, when you... It, when you have a program and you're a coach and when, when you talk about it and you coach it and you recruit it and you emphasize it and you make it a point every day, it shines through. 
You get good at what you value. You get good at what you think about it. You get good about you get good at what you collectively hang your hat on. And I just thought that was the ultimate Bill Self game in a lot of ways. Those dudes have been coached and conditioned every single day for that moment. For that halftime moment. Are you going to be soft and give into it being down 15 and it's not going your way and you're missing shots and all the you're offensively you're not things aren't going smooth or are you going to be tough? Are you going to get in a stance and fight the dribble? Are you going to communicate every single screen? Are you going to box out every single play? If you aren't tough, you can't play for Bill Self. Period. And all the times those players probably wanted to kill Coach Self. I know I was there as a player too, man. I know what it's like. I know what it's like for for him to be on your ass every single day, grinding that tough warrior out of you. All those moments of Coach Self not giving those guys an inch, not giving those guys a day off from that toughness paid off. I just love that. I just love that. I was there at the very first exhibition game. I I, I saw the very first shoot around. I wish I could have sh- you guys could have seen the way Coach Self was talking to his team on November 3rd, the way he was coaching them, getting ready to play in their first exhibition game against Emporia State. He was on their ass on November 3rd at like noon at Allen Fieldhouse. Little things matter. Consistency matters. Redundancy in your message to your players matters. Man, why is Coach Army like this, man? It's just an exhibition game. Because who you are on November 3rd against Emporia State might be who you are on April 4th against North Carolina to win the national title. I just love it, man. It's just so cool. Some other things with the game. Tell you what, what a what a great decision by Bill Self to ride with Remy Martin down the stretch because I was wondering I think I I tweeted it out what coach Self was going to do late I'm gonna tell you and I think everybody kind of knows it Dewan Harris is coach Self's favorite player he's he's his favorite dude on the team and Dewan Harris's defense was instrumental in the comeback and Remy Martin had struggled in the first half so I was curious to see if a I was even wondering, like, is he even going to put – he might put Remy out there for a minute, but is he really even going to play Remy in this second half? And then, B, what he would do when it really got to the the nitty-gritty down the stretch in crunch time after he took Harris out and gave him a break. And these are these little feel moments as a coach on what do you do. I think Coach Self felt like he he needed Remy Martin's offense. And guess what? They needed Remy Martin's offense. Remy got it rolling, hit a, hit a couple of threes from the right corner right in front of the Kansas bench, got a, a little drive to the basket to go down, and, and Coach Self stuck with the hot hand, and it worked. Remy Martin finished with 
14 points. He had 11 points in the second half. Again, those are those little decisions that you got to make as a coach. And Coach Self made the right call there with, with riding with Remy Martin down the stretch. Some, another thought. Put some respect on David McCormick's name. I mean, damn. You got to hand it to the big fella. He's been kind of much maligned at times at, at KU. He'd been up and down, up and down. When he, There's been some moments where he struggled. There's been some moments where Manny's been really good. And Tell you what, tonight when KU needed a basket, they went inside to David McCormick and he delivered. I mean, Baycott was hobbled with the bad ankle and then Baycott eventually went out of the game and McCormick had an advantage inside on Brady Manick and converted. He made a couple of plays late that were huge. The offensive rebound stick back, the jump hook over his left shoulder with the right hand that sealed the game. McCormick finished with 15 points and 10 rebounds in the national title game tonight after going for 25 points and 9 rebounds against Villanova. So David McCormick finished the two Final Four games this past weekend with 40 points and 19 rebounds. In my opinion, I thought David McCormick should have been the most outstanding player of the Final Four. Major salute to to David McCormick. Also got to give some love to Christian Brown. I've already given him some 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 praise on his love his defense on on Caleb Love, but think about this, guys. Christian Brown, he played all forty minutes, all forty minutes in the national title game, and that was forty hard minutes. Major intensity the entire time. And boy, Christian Brown, he was great early in the comeback in the second half. Had some great transition finishes at the rim. They started posting Christian Brown a little bit, which was a good little wrinkle that Coach Self threw in there. And CB rebounded the ball well, too. He finished with 12 rebounds, 11 defensive rebounds. Christian Brown is a tough-ass dude, and that was on display. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go onto Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. We got to give some love and talk about Ochai Abaji. I mean, Coach Self had some pretty whoa quotes after the game. Coach Self, after the game, said this about Ochai Abaji. He said, quote, he's the most accomplished player at KU since Danny Manning. Now, that's a pretty powerful statement there. And you got to hand it to Ochai Abaji, man. He was consistent all year. And anybody that followed Kansas all year, every big moment, 
this year, he came up big in a lot of these those big moments throughout the season. He finished the game with 12 points, played 37 minutes, but he finished the year about 18 points per game, almost 19 points per game, 18.9. His shooting splits, 47% from the floor, 41% from three, 76% from the free throw line. Pretty dang good. Full disclosure, I have a Wooden Award vote. I'm a, I have a Player of the Year vote for the, for the Wooden Award. I voted Ochai Abaji number one on my ballot. I thought he was the most consistent and most valuable to his team all year. He, he played in the best conference. Big 12 is the best league. His team won the Big 12 regular season title. They won the Big 12 tournament title. They were a one seed. They went to the Final Four, and they won the national title. Pretty damn good. And for a dude that wasn't a top 100 recruit, he just finished a pretty amazing four-year career at Kansas. I guess this is devolving into like going through the roster here. I'll keep going with some more thoughts on on players here. Remy Martin. I already talked about him a little bit, but I got to tell you, I'll be real with you guys. I wasn't sold on Remy Martin when when Kansas landed him in the transfer portal. I he he was a. Uh, to me, he was kind of an empty big stats guy on a team that didn't win a lot at Arizona State. I thought he developed some bad habits at Arizona State, shot selection, gambled on defense, all that. But the one thing Remy Martin can do, score. He can score. And you got to give Remy Martin credit and Coach Self credit for how this whole thing played out. Remy Martin needed to adjust his game to fit at Kansas. Coach Self wasn't going to change his ways to acquiesce and and fit for Remy Martin, and it took some time. And then Remy Martin got hurt in the middle of the year. But the NCAA tournament proved this is why Kansas went out and got Remy Martin and why Remy Martin went into the transfer portal and came to Kansas. Kansas needed a point guard that can score. And Remy Martin wanted to play on a bigger stage and win. You talk about a win-win for Remy Martin and for Kansas. Dewan Harris, man, like I, I said, he's Coach Self's favorite player on the team. Harris sets the tone for this team's defensive punch, in my opinion. When your point guard, think about it, when your point guard hawks the ball and brings the heat, it sets the tone and it's contagious. Because think about, like, picture a basketball court, picture – Dewan Harris picking up R.J. Davis at half court. Well, guess what sets of eyes all see that? Ochai Abaji sees that. Jalen Wilson sees that. David McCormick sees that. Christian Brown sees that. Not to mention that Mitch Lightfoot and Remy Martin and Jalen Coleman-Lance and it, you know all, all those guys see that. And that shit is contagious. When Juan is out there heating up guys, everybody else gets in a stance and wants to, to start to, to lock in. So, listen, Dewan Harris may be small in stature, but that dude is a warrior. Jalen Wilson, I I said that I thought he was Kansas's most underrated player. Like, he's the best rebounder on the team. He can push the break. His positional versatility is so good and so vital. He can shoot the three. He can drive it. He can guard multiple positions. You can slide him over to play the five. He can play the four. Like, 
And guess what? He quietly, Jalen Wilson quietly finished that national title game with 15 points. Tied for KU's leading scorer in the game with David McCormick. I mean, pretty important dude. Pretty dang important dude. And I'll wrap this up because it's almost freaking 1 o'clock in the morning. But I'm way too excited. I'll, I'll wrap this pot up with, uh, with talking about Bill Self. You know, I mean, he, he gets his, as I'm clapping to myself at 1 o'clock in the morning, he gets his second title. And he becomes the 15th coach in college basketball history to win multiple national titles. And this was one hell of a coaching job. Because this Kansas team, this isn't the most Kansas, talented Kansas team Bill Self has had, not by a mile. But, man, did they play hard? Did they play together? Did they play with purpose? And, man, are is, is this Kansas team, they are the classic, the sum of the parts is greater than the individual pieces. They are great. They, they are better uh, all five than each individual part. I have been saying... I've been saying this for 19 years or whatever it was since the first time I met that man in April of 2003. Bill Self is the best college basketball coach in the country. Think about this staggering resume this dude is continuing to build. 16 Big 12 regular season titles. Nine Big 12 tournament titles. Bill Self has more Big 12 regular season titles than he does home losses inside Allen Fieldhouse. Four Final Fours and now two national titles. What I love about Coach Self, I was really trying to think about it as I was watching the confetti fall down and all that and watching him celebrate. What I really love about Coach Self is... His ability to evolve but stay true to himself. Because Coach Self has evolved a bit in some ways. He certainly has evolved a bit offensively. When Bill Self first got to Kansas, I was there. I played for the dude. He used to he he used to be kind of a slower paced, slow the game down, two big man system, pounded inside kind of a guy. But now, he plays more four-guard lineups. He will play a stretch four. It's a lot of dribble-weave stuff, a lot of ball screen action. But the staple to the offense is still that big man. And the sets and the looks with the two-game principles are still alive and well. Two-game is what Coach Self called his offense. The set... the. The hit David McCormick on the elbow and then hit Ochai Abaji on the back door, you know, and hits the elbow and, and, and McCormick drops it down as someone's cutting back door. Stuff he ran when I was there 19 years ago. The principles of it all are still the same. The throw over to the, the throw it into the post to the corner of the backboard over the top to the big man, all that stuff is still the same. But he's evolved with four-guard lineups, ball screen stuff, all that. Pretty cool. And certainly, Coach Self has 
probably evolved in some ways with how he does things on a day-to-day, daily basis. But I'll tell you this, being at, at the shoot-arounds this year, the shoot-arounds, they looked and felt just like the shoot-arounds did when I played. Same drills to start, same structure to how they do things, and the same coach self-coaching. He still demands the same things, approaches things the same way, gets after guys hard. That's him staying true to who he is. And I was really thinking about this. You know, what is great coaching? Especially over over the course of time, withstanding the test of time. Because it's one thing that anybody can be a flash in the pan, have a good year, have a good two years. But how do you do it over the course of a decade and two decades? I think all great coaches. The secret is that perfect blend of conviction and stubbornness and confidence in who you are, what you know, and what your program's identity will be. and But then combining that with being willing to tweak, being willing to adjust, being willing to listen, and being willing to adapt. But in the midst of blending all of what I just said, the real secret is to never lose your identity as a coach and never lose the core identity of what your program is. Bill Self is great at that. And I'll wrap it up there. What a night. What a tournament. Congratulations to everyone at Kansas. From Bill Self to Curtis Townsend and Norm Roberts to Jeremy Case, that whole staff, congratulations. A special place gets to hang another championship banner, and a special coach gets to size up a second national title. Bill Self, the man. Rock Chalk. A Huda Media Production.